This morning I'd like to talk about uh, choiceless awareness practice. Um, and, uh, and so the first day we talked about samatha practice and, and um, you know, we, uh, it's good when you begin a retreat to, to really um, come to the body, uh, come, you know, and the breath helps bring us into the body and, uh, and then throughout the day really um, bringing our attention into the, into the body, um, that <coughs> felt inner sense in the body um, is really a, a very grounding practice and helps, helps us to transition from the busy, busy um, mind of our everyday lives into uh, being arriving fully here and present. And of course, it's not something that happens, you know, just like that, right? So, so uh, we get drawn into thinking and planning and remembering, um, of course. Uh, the next, and yesterday, we, um, we talked about Vipassana practice and about um, as uh, in th- that we, we have an anchor in the breath and, and that as uh, objects of, uh, of sense objects or, or, th- or think- thought objects, thoughts, feelings, emotions um, come into our awareness we um, we turn our attention to the uh, that object. You know, if it if it has if if it's drawing us away from the breath, and where and we and we notice we we mindfully investigate that object and to see it's uh, impermanent, unreliable, or unsatisfactory and selfless nature. And and um, and in that, you know. In doing so, insight arises, um, and so it, this is liberating in the moment. So, um, so working with grief or working with, you know, a particular fixation, um, a memory or um, or fear, you know, we can see that th- this is not something solid. That uh, that it's it's coming and going, and that even in the experience, as we look deeply into it. It, it, you know, it's, it's there. There's a, there are spaces uh, as we, you know, stay, keep our attention with the unfolding, moment by moment experience of that particular um, sensation or or thought or emotion, etc. And so, um, and so, uh, and then and then in vipassana. Practice normally we have an anchor, you know, and it would normally be the breath. So, so when we have uh, um, kind of seen the arising and passing away of a particular um, object, then we would return to the breath. So, there's a kind of a, um, a, a a transferring of the attention. There's still it's. It's not the same kind of control of the mind as uh, the samatha practices, where we're continually turning our our attention back to the breath. But there is a continuing controlling of the attention, um, 
you know, aiming at a particular object and so on. Um, and so, um, and so, <clears throat> we are uh, we're seeing, um, you know, as we as we look at these, you know, in the four foundations, we are uh, we're looking at the body, we're looking at feelings, we're uh, mi- we're mindfully. When I say looking, I mean mindfully investigating um, the body, feelings, uh, mental states, and um, all kinds of formations of the mind. You know, beliefs, emotions, um, uh, frameworks for understanding, and so on. And and uh, and we're looking at this whole range of experience, and we're seeing that. All of them are impermanent, unfulfilling, or unsatisfactory, um, and selfless. So, so the mind uh, eventually, when we see this, that all everything is is simply in flux and arising from causes and conditions, the mind stops clinging. And um, and there is a, a a kind of a a letting go of this you know continued identification and and clinging on to things and it's a process it's a process uh, that there's a letting go and and perhaps a, a, you know an opening into a sense of spaciousness and presence without clinging and then the mind you know might go back and so it's a it's a gradual process of letting go but but there's there there can or and there can be um, this kind of developing awareness that that this sense of self um, that we have created in our in our minds and that this idea that we hold about, you know, self being something solid, um, that really what our self is, is is more like a swarm of bees. You know, when you see a swarm of bees, it, it has a shape and it's it seems to be something, but, and it, it looks substantial, but, but in reality it's, physical characteristics and mental attributes um, which arise and fall depending on causes and conditions. So I, I, I like that image, you know, like a swarm of bees. <coughs> and, and so, you know, of course we know from, um, uh, from science that, you know, that uh, from physics and chemistry that most of what we are is empty space, Right. Um, and so, uh, in a way, we can. Um, I, I like to bring that thought into into this uh, awareness as well. Um, that most of what we are is empty space, uh, you know, held together by uh, different forces. So. So over time, um, 
the stability of awareness develops uh, and and eventually we let go of um, of mental manipulation such as coming back to the breath um, or mental noting so 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 there's so so we begin you know and 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 I also want to emphasize that it's not something that you graduate you know from samatha to vipassana <laughs> to choiceless awareness you know uh, and and then you never go back to you know you don't have to do grade one when you finished uh, so it, it it does it does move back and forth but but there's um, a gradual kind of emphasizing more and more an open empty practice in which we're not manipulating the mind not bringing the mind back to the breath all the time when the when the when the awareness becomes stable uh, there's there's a presence that we uh, maintain in um, in our moment to moment unfolding uh, life so um, so and we remain uh, choicelessly present with whatever arises in consciousness so so um, so so what this looks like in um, in our practice is that we may uh, begin by just feeling the breath and um, and we may you know remain with that for a little while and then and then we let we let go of that feeling the breath as the mind settles and becomes present, and um, and that we're, then we're just you know noting that a thought comes and goes. We're not we're I mean not noting that we're not saying thinking, but there's a noticing that a thought comes and goes, and we come back and we're present. Uh, there can be a sense of um, the body, a kind of an overall sense of being in the body. Um, and um, there may be an awareness of sound. Um, and then just it's not the the uh, the mind is not kind of being drawn into the sound into an image into a perception but the mind is 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 stable and at rest and and the sound is known but the the mind is not uh, um kind of reaching out and getting hooked by that experience and there's and there's a just a a, a kind of Awareness of a flow of uh, sense um, sense objects uh, or um, sense contact rising and falling, but again, the, there's a there's a, a kind of a stability. There's a um, there's an image which is uh, I find helpful that. You know, when in our ordinary lives, when when we're not 
present, when the mind is not um, uh, stable and attentive, when mindfulness is not established, uh, it's like we are a bit of flood. If, if you imagine a stream, um, uh, you know, and and like a some flotsam or some a stick or a leaf or something, and floating along the stream, and it's it's getting uh, you know it's it's kind of the current is bobbing it up and down. It's getting bounced around. It's it's um, uh, getting bumped up against the shore sometimes, or maybe getting sucked under and caught up in a whirlpool, and and then so that's kind of our our awareness or our attention when we are not mindful. We're just really at the effect of all of the things that are coming up in the mind and that we're experiencing, and um, and in choiceless awareness, uh, an image could be like um, you know we're standing on a little bridge overlooking the stream and um, and we're aware of everything that's that's going by but we're really seeing the flow of everything and we're not you know kind of trying to catch everything or uh, it's just we're really just seeing the flow of experience going by so um, So, so when as as practice develops in this way, um, the the truth of impermanence um, and the lack of control uh, is deeply seen. Um, some people talk about it as being like a waterfall. It's just things are just going so fast. You know, just seeing things rising, falling, rising, falling, rising, and um, and and when the mind sees that, you know, a moment of transcendence arises, it can arise, and um, and it's like a figure ground shift. So so rather than being really uh, identified and, and attached to you know the objects being seen. There's, there's uh, a a sense of the that that one is the space in which the objects are being known. So this choiceless awareness is really a practice that we can live in our daily lives. Um, it's not a practice, it's not a development, you know, it's a development, it's not a practice that we need to, you know, have a quiet space and, um, and that we need to, you know, set up certain conditions that uh, otherwise, you know, that our practice is dependent on and otherwise we can't do it. So, so when we do choiceless awareness practice, we're just, um, every object that presents itself just naturally arises and passes away. So I'm going to um, lead a guided meditation.
um, that will bring, that invites you into an experience of choiceless awareness, and then we'll we'll meditate until the end of the uh, period in silence. So um, please take a posture for meditation. <coughs> So this uh, this guided meditation is not intended to to get you into any altered state of consciousness. Uh, I'm going to simply point out something that's already occurring in your own present ordinary natural state. <coughs> so let's start by just being aware of the world around us. Imagine the sky and just relax your mind. Let your mind and the sky mingle. Notice the clouds floating by. Notice that this takes no effort on your part. Your present awareness in which these clouds are floating is very simple, very easy, effortless, and spontaneous. Simply notice that there is an effortless awareness of the clouds. Look now at the sensations in your own body. You can be aware of whatever bodily sensations are present. Maybe pressure where you're sitting, sensations of your breathing, maybe sense of tightness somewhere in the body, maybe warmth inside the body, maybe coolness on the surface of the body. Maybe soreness in one of your joints. But even if these sensations are tight, tense, or sore, or any way since the feelings are unpleasant around them, you, you can be aware of them very easily. The sensations arise in your present awareness. That awareness is very simple, easy, effortless, spontaneous. You simply and effortlessly 
witness them. Notice any thoughts arising in your mind. You might notice images, symbols, concepts, desires, hopes, fears, doubts, judgments. They spontaneously arise in your awareness. They arise, they stay a bit, and they pass. These thoughts and emotions arise in your present awareness, and that awareness is simple, effortless, spontaneous. You're effortlessly witnessing them. So notice, you can see the clouds float by because you are not those clouds. You're witnessing them. You can feel bodily sensations because you are not those sensations. You're witnessing those sensations. You can see thoughts floating by because you're not those thoughts. You're merely witnessing those thoughts. Spontaneously and naturally, these things all arise on their own in your present effortless awareness. So who are you? You're not objects out there. You're not sensations because they come and go. You're not thoughts because they also come and go. You're effortlessly, effortlessly aware of all of these. So you're not those. You're not even the witness of those objects and experiences. So who or what are you? You can say it this way to yourself. There are sensations, but I am not those sensations. There are thoughts, but I am not those thoughts. There are desires, but I am not those desires. There is witnessing, but I am not the witness. We are simply pushing back into open awareness. But here's a point where sometimes we can make a mistake. And we can think that if we rest in that awareness that we're going to see something or feel something 
very special. But you won't see anything. If you're seeing something, that's just another object of seeing, or another thought, or another sensation, or another image. And these are all just objects. They are what you are not. Now, if you rest in awareness, realizing I am not objects, I am not sensations, I am not thoughts, all you will notice is a sense of freedom, a sense of liberation, a sense of release. Release from the constriction of identifying with these puny little finite objects the little body, the little mind, the little ego, all of which are objects that can be seen or known in some way, and thus they are not the true seer. So you won't see anything in particular. Whatever is arising is fine. Clouds float by in the sky, sensations float by in the body, thoughts float by in the mind, and you can effortlessly witness all of them. They all spontaneously arise in your own present, easy, effortless awareness. And this open awareness is not itself anything specific you can see. It is just a vast background sense of freedom or emptiness. And in that emptiness, which you really are, the entire manifest world arises.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.